0: Domain names from GoDaddy.com are up to 70% less than the competition. Plus, each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of MuggleCast, enter code Muggle, that's M-U-G-G-L-E when you check out, and save an additional 10% on any order.
1: Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com
0: Because Joe obviously listens to Micah. Thank you, Maya, Fifteen. Pennsylvania. This is Mugglecast Episode 69 for December 22nd, 2006. Hello everyone, welcome to this special Friday night edition of Mago Cats. There's no time to waste, we gotta get right into it. I'm Andrew Sims. I'm Jamie Lawrence. I'm Kevin
1: Steck. I'm Eric Skull.
2: I'm Laura Thompson.
1: And I'm Mike Tannenbaum. Breaking news at this hour, we have a new photo of Dan Radcliffe currently on display at the Michael Berg Photo Exhibition in Fulham, London. I'm just kidding. The real breaking news? J.K. Rowling yesterday revealed the title of the seventh and final installment in the Harry Potter series, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. There's no word yet on a release date, but people should note it took Joe roughly six months after revealing the title of Half-Blood Prince to announce the date it would hit bookshelves and then another seven months before the book actually came out. However, I don't think we'll have to wait as long this time around. Plenty of discussion on all of this later in the show. Hopefully, Joe updates her diary in the next few days to share some of her thoughts. Speaking of Book 7, Slash Film has a new interview with Prisoner of Azkaban director Alfonso Curon, and another film director, Guillermo del Toro. In it, Curon discusses whether Harry could possibly die in the final book. He said, I don't know. I had the same conversation with someone the other day about that. In one hand, it makes sense. In the other hand, how do you finish Harry Potter if you kill Harry? What is the resolution of the tale? How is she going to finish the seven books and not have a temptation to do an eighth book? I don't know. And that kind of stuff? I have a really good relationship with J.K., but I don't mess with that. He goes on to mention a recent phone call he received from Joe congratulating him on his film Children of Men. He said she really loved Children of Men and we started talking and I said it was a tough process doing the movie because of the brutality of what you're doing, of what we're picturing. And then she conveyed to me, yes, yes, it's been hard for me, but when you do writing about the hard stuff, you have to sleep with that. But I don't go into details. That's all the news for this December 22nd, 2006 edition of MuggleCast. Happy holidays, everyone. Back to the show. All right, thank
0: you, Micah Tan, the man.
1: You're welcome.
0: You know, it's episode 69 of MuggleCast, and, uh, you know, this was originally going to be our Christmas show, and it still is. For Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays, actually. Let's be fair. And Happy Holidays, everyone. Yeah. We hope you all get what you want. That just about does it for the holiday part of the show, because as everyone knows by now, the title of Book 7 was released. I can't believe I'm actually saying the title of Book 7 was released. This is the beginning of the end. It is. Guys. It is. And I forgot to boast that um, we have six people here in the room this week. In the studio, we uh, got a little extra MuggleCast money thanks to those step-up ads. So we flew everyone out, except for Ben. He'll get a uh, debate this week. Uh, but everyone's here. Everyone's in the studio. We had a little uh, holiday party a little bit earlier. Featured uh, soda, Doritos, try the egg eggnog. Eggnog. I didn't like
3: the eggnog. Yeah, but the ham was to die for.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> ben sent it uh, direct from Kansas. He, he slaughtered it himself. Yeah. <laughs> he killed the boar. <laughs> yeah. So we th- we thank him in advance for that. <laughs> so so we'll, that was very. Good we'll language. get to our book seven discussion in a, in a, in a, in a minute. I, we just want <clears throat> to remind everyone first. Vote for us on Podcast Alley, and of course, uh, the new month is coming up, so don't forget to place your votes once a month, just one vote, and we like being up top there to help spread the word about the show. There's also a new way to help us spread the word about the show, Dig Podcasts, over at dig.com, they have a new podcasting section, we want to get up in the ranks over there too, so uh, people who are into Harry Potter that visit social bookmarking websites like Dig uh, can subscribe to our show and uh, join the craze, so... That's that. And I also, this is very important, MuggleCast T-shirts are going out of sale. This is the final week that we can ask everyone to purchase a MuggleCast T-shirt. Like the GoDaddy and Step Up ads that you heard at the beginning of the show, uh, the T-shirts help support uh, the show week to week, like, for example, flying everyone out here to my house to record the show. Uh, yep. it, it also helps fund our holiday parties, although next and week our, I think uh... we're going to skip out on the eggnog. And our uh, professional uh, audio equipment as well. Don't audio about. equipment, yeah, we have top-notch audio equipment. Yep. So uh, we thank you. <laughs> we thank everyone. And uh, if you're thinking about it, now's the time to buy because they are going out of sale quick. And then once uh, sales have stopped, we will uh, figure out any problems that people are having with their orders. All right. So once again, Harry Potter, or uh, the the title to Harry Potter book seven was released. Today, Thursday, we're recording Thursday. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Mm -hmm. Hallows. Hallows, Hallows. not Hallows. 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 Whatever. Don't make the same mistake. Don't make the same mistake. You know, I'll tell you what, guys. I don't even know where to start here. I guess we'll start with number one on our list. (laughs) Seems the most logical. Well, wait a minute. What about us? You know, what do we think about it? Seriously. Here's what I immediately thought. Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, An item. Chamber of Secrets, a place. Prisoner of Azkaban, a place. Goblet of Fire, an item. Uh, uh, Order of the
4: Phoenix, a... How is Prisoner of Azkaban a place, <laughs> Or a place. A How place. is Sorry. a pers- Prisoner no, of Azkaban a person. It's a person.
3: Oh, it's person.
4: A person. <laughs> you know, I've been out all day.
0: I'm just picturing the Azkaban. Anyway, Goblet of Fire, an item. Order of the Phoenix, a a a group. Half-Bud Prince, a person. A, a place. W- yeah, and a, and a place. <laughs> what does this mean? What? Could this be a person, place,
4: or item? Or thing? It is could this be any very of them, no, interesting. interesting thing. Yes. Isn't it? Couldn't it? You know, I mean, we only r- really found out apart from the obvious ones. I mean, the Goblet of Fire is, you know, pretty sure surely a goblet. The Order of the Phoenix, an order is normally a group of people. Prisoner of Azkaban, you know, obviously a person. I think she's, you know, Chamber of Secrets, a Chamber of uh, Secrets, incidentally, but, uh,. <laughs> You know, it's still we still have some idea. You know, philosopher's stone. We can you, do some research and find out. The only real research we can do into Deathly Hallows is um, etymol- pulling etymological. Pulling up our dictionaries, you know, basically. we finally <laughs> got it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm working out the words, and you know, it could be anything really. And I don't know if she's de- You know, and and she's clearly done that to um, you know enhance the mystique surrounding Book Seven because w- we could tell slightly on the other books, but in this, we just got we've just got no clue. Uh,
2: when I first saw it, I was. I, I I didn't feel disappointed or anything. But when I looked at it I was I, I didn't think that it was nearly as precise as any of the other titles have been. I thought it was a lot more enigmatic. And we started getting all these emails pouring in with all these suggestions and ideas and stuff and when we started going out and looking up, you know, Hallow and what it actually could mean and the actual connotations behind it, it started to kind of take full form and kind of you know all these theories started coming through like could hallows be horcruxes because um, the definition of hallow is to make holier to consecrate um, it could be a holy item and obviously a horcrux is something holy to Voldemort so it could obviously be surrounding those because obviously horcruxes can be deathly they're created by killing so
1: right do you think that's K. One K. Rowling idea. is going to get trouble for referencing holy items
3: well, holy, I have a second definition for hallows which means to respect or honor greatly or revere which kind of made me think of respected magic and and the 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 uh revere the the reverent magic um as in the ancient magic and things that we don't really even know about but the hallows being, you know, this this respected kind of again enigmatic but um you know the whole mysticism behind all these uh Events that have taken place have to do with Voldemort and his Horcruxes, and the you know the first word Deathly just being you know Harry crossing and you know as close as he has ever come in between life and death. Do you think and, that you know, that means?
4: Sorry, sorry, I thought you finished. No, no, that's fine. I mean, I, I was going to say, do you think that that means that this title is more sort of um, overarching for the series as a whole rather than specific to its book? Because you know, it it just it seems like it could be an umbrella term for the entire. You know the key to the. You know it's you know, true. If, you, if if you understand the title behind it, you understand the secret to the book. You know because maybe I don't know.
3: You know I think it may be both. I think JKR may have been become so good at it that she's just she's done Deathly Hallows being something as we have in like a rebuttal type thing. You know for this book, but also an umbrella term, like you said, Jamie. Okay. I think it's just yeah. What well, do you think yeah. she's
1: taking creative license with the word too? Because. When you she look it up, be. Hallow is usually used as
4: a verb, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's clearly made it, you know, definitely ha- "hallo" isn't a phrase you'd ever find anywhere else apart from the, you know, title of Book 7. It's like, that's the thing. She seems to have, however much you read it into the dictionary definitions, there's clearly an etymology that she's created. And, yeah, we uh, actually... You know,
2: Sorry, Jamie, I didn't mean to talk over you uh, no, no, it's okay. I was just airing because I couldn't think of anything <laughs> yeah. either good well, or Andrew funny. Well, Andrew will kill me for that later. But this was actually from Alicia, and she said that she looked up uh, Hallow on Google, and she said that Hallow's on Google and something... Oh, wait, never mind. She said, by Google's definition, a Hallow is the beginning of the witch's year when the veil between the worlds grows thin and the spirits of the dead may return to Earth.
4: Emphasis on the word yeah. veil. Yes, emphasis, Veil. is huge This got me way. so
2: excited because yeah. you know that I love to harp on about how the Department of Mysteries is very, very important and how the Veil is going to play a pretty big role in Book 7. So is it possible that people are actually going to start, like, <laughs> kind of coming back from the Veil in the 7th book like all that- these spirits? <laughs> I
0: just can't believe that because, I mean, then the book really becomes just unreal and like, like we were saying earlier if joe is skewing the words a little bit then i think that this is
3: definitely a possible theory and it's excellent <laughs> i i just don't know i mean this book is got, this This has got to be a massive book y- you know what i'm scared that my primary emotion right now is scared and you know why because you're going to be locked up in your room reading it for four <laughs> days weeks no, I'm not. I'm not scared. I'm actually looking forward to that. But I, I'm scared because if you think about it, Joe has typically been, I would say a little bit courteous to give us, you know, yes, she has a killed clue. characters. She she has killed characters in the past, but usually she does it at the end of the book. Right now, guys, with book seven, we have a death on the front cover. We we have. I don't
2: a, think
4: we have a what, death on, the, on
3: on the front cover. Death. No, it Hallows. could just be descriptive. It could just be descriptive. No, but the the word death is on the the front cover. We have a death on the front cover.
2: No, it says deathly, which implies something can cause death, and it it doesn't necessarily mean that there will, you know, that that's saying that there's a death, although I'm sure there will be.
3: (laughs)
1: Right, and I think (laughs) if they're representative of the horcruxes, then it definitely could be you know, what Laura just said in terms of representing death. Death to the hell. It has everything to do with immortality
3: and life and death, and it's like all the stuff Voldemort's been doing since book one. I was thinking about that. Like, you know, Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone or everything. Like, this whole series has really been about... I mean, you think Deathly Hallows has been this this really sinister, doesn't really fit with the rest of the series type thing. But it's like a coming to, you yeah. know, realization that it has always kind of been about life and death. Has, well, yeah. Well, you think
2: there's... Any connection between... We know that Lily and James died on Halloween, which was... You know, it's also known as All Hallows' Eve. Do you think there's any connection there?
3: Well, it's just the etymology of the word. I mean, All Hallows' Eve being... I mean, you can make the connection to... Right,
2: but it, d- it depends on how she's using the word.
3: Yeah, it's true. Doesn't, yeah.
4: doesn't that come back to Alicia's point that, uh you know... Halloween is the day when the um, boundaries between the dead and the, the living, living yeah. is the weakest. Well, Jamie, maybe what you were saying, you were saying how the
0: title might encapsulate all seven books. Maybe yeah. Maybe it has multiple meanings for just the one book. Because... Oh, I mean, yeah. We also have to think about... We'll get to this in a minute, but we also have to think about that she was debating... This is one of two... Well, three. Yeah, yeah, three, yeah. Three.
1: three. Three titles.
0: And this they is were. one of them, so...
4: Yeah.
1: Don't worry. She told me the other two, so you know. At some no. later <laughs> point, I'll let you guys know what that's those good. are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, They'll Micah. Has she told you? Has tonight, she yeah.
2: told you the release date yet, Micah?
1: No. Yeah. Where's yeah, the love similar. here, guys? I mean, how many times have oh, I? Yeah, asked okay. True. All right. Uh, okay. Let's, let's
0: hand Micah's props that he deserves. Micah, yeah. um, what exactly did you say last week on the
1: show? Well, I said last week at the end of the news. That I noticed she had updated her site after I had asked for something. Kevin, Laura, and I were having a discussion about, I think it was Innocence and Traitors. And I mentioned something about her updating her site because it had been so long since October 31st. And sure enough, she did her little diary update um, last week. And you know what? At that... At that point I was convinced that there was not going to be anything coming right yeah. with you know as yeah. a surprise cuz And then at the end of the news last week I said you know she made an update maybe I'll have to ask for something big for Christmas from her and you know it's a few <laughs> days before Christmas and what do we get I don't know Micah, there's a weird pattern going on. I, I'm not, you know... And, uh, you know, think about what happened. The first time I asked my What's Bugging Micah segment a couple of days later, she updates her site. I mentioned something about Halloween. She updates her site. I mean, this is like going four for four right here. I don't know... <laughs> On, on the
3: other Good hand, and you know what, Micah,
2: Micah, <laughs> Micah, you know what I really appreciate. You had her update her site on my birthday, and Aww. that was really nice of you. Aww, I really appreciated but, that. Well, well, that wasn't send the the your payments,
3: <laughs> send your payments, oh, well, to Micah. Thanks. He will, <laughs> yeah. Micah He'll will make Joe update, G- his yeah, site <laughs> for for your, <laughs> on your birthday. F- specifically for you. Yes.
0: Do you guys have any other theories about the title?
5: Well, I was thinking. and I think I said it to Laura. I think that the meaning of the title is embedded once again in the book. Like, there's not much we can say... Uh, no, there's not much we can say looking from... Actually, Kevin, it's uh, embedded in the spine of the book. No, <laughs> no, you, no what, what I'm saying is we knew with prior... with prior books, we there were um, hints given to us in the previous books that we had read that could allow us to make theories on the next title i think that we haven't seen any of what this title means if that makes sense clearly well, yeah. yeah
2: you you kind of mentioned to me today that you thought it was like half-blood prince where we didn't really know what that meant right until we read the book because a lot of people kind of assumed it was an actual prince and it turned out not to be well so uh,
4: kind of yeah yeah that's the thing i mean we can ease so easily uh Misinterpret titi- titles, but it's just like, this just seems to, I don't know, it seems to, f- for me it sums up the mood of the, well, um, I assume it's going to sum up the mood oh, of the book. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. then, you know, Eric, as you were saying, it's got, it's got death on the front, but more so it's got, it's just, you know, you can't call a book something something and the deathly hallows without having, you know, destruction, death, and, you know, not not a very happy, you know, time throughout the entire book. But, um, I don't know. Well, I think. Sorry, go on. I can't actually
3: think. Yeah, of I almost don't think that I would want to read. I mean, I I don't expect to read any any happy moments in this book. Can you imagine reading a happy scene in a book called Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or so imagine about the, about the press wedding? for it. Well, well the wedding well, yeah. hopefully, hopefully it doesn't nothing it'll bad be like, um, I mean, it'll be like be like Kill Bill yeah <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah the bride the wizard uh,
4: assassination squad they have like it just makes what well, makes me a little skeptical
0: about analyzing the title so much and I know that's what people want to hear right now but the Half-Blood Prince title and we, I think we've talked about this before it doesn't really sum up the book I mean it was it was one part of the book but it wasn't the main part and that's really what all the books have been about so far that's what the titles have been yeah and then suddenly we jump onto Half-Blood Prince which is just a
5: book that Harry finds I mean he uses it to to his advantage but yeah but don't, don't... you think there's a possibility that it will be a pivotal part of the series, I mean... I think it will, but I don't even know if it's a... pivot. Oh, you mean the Half-Blood Prince? Right. For all you know, the reason why she named it that is because he's going to play such a large role in the next book that you can't name it any other thing. You know what I mean? That's true. That is true. She's trying to draw your focus to the fact that, hey, although I'm just... You know, breezing over this and lightly touching this topic, you know, it's going to play a big role in this series.
4: Well, I agree. Digressing completely, Uh, sorry, go. No, I was going to
1: actually say that I agree with you, Jamie, about this title is more, to me, it seems like it's more all encompassing about what this final book is going to be about as opposed to, Uh you know, Half Blood Prince or Order of the Phoenix, which was about one specific item or one specific group or one specific person. I I don't see Deathly Hollows as being necessarily a group of people or something like that that we're going to learn about. I think it's more all-encompassing in the sense of the book. Like and a theme? Yeah. yeah.
3: I
2: think that's possible as well. I just liked it because I think it automatically sets a very, very dark tone, and I think that's something that the last book definitely needs. Yeah, So I'm very happy with it.
3: It'll just be in, like, the press, like, in the lines for the seventh book, seeing all the ten-year-old kids, you know, the eight-year-olds in the, in the, in the Harry Potter wizards w- with their books, and it's like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, and all these kids are with them, you know, that'll just look interesting.
2: You know what, though? I like that, because I think that <laughs> I think that children are greatly underestimated in what they can handle. Uh, and I think that saying that kids can't handle death is well, I ridiculous, think, because they yeah, absolutely there's can.
3: There's clearly a, a pair—I mean, the, the, there's one thing, you know, to say kids can't handle death. And there's another thing for destroying their childhood. Or not destroying, but taking them out of the childhood scheme of things. Childhood is an amazing thing, and when you're playing to that audience— you know, I mean, I never thought that Harry Potter was a children's book, but a lot of people, I guess, you know, did. And, you know, Deathly Hollows, like, to understand some of the the, the real serious sinister – it was just more sinister than I was prepared for. Yeah, but, I mean, but like every book, it's, it's sort of up to the parents to
5: make the judgment call on whether it's appropriate it's true. for their children. So – Like any other book, you know, the parents should be reading it first saying, you know, is this what I want my children to be reading or not? And if so, then I'll let them have it. Otherwise, I'll let them wait a couple of years. Yeah,
2: it's the parents' choice. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah.
5: it's it's just a parent's responsibility.
4: But, but, you know, children should be taught um, early in life that, uh, you know, life is a complete disappointment it's just <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> no it's uh, true dis- you know problems and, it is you know death in a book is a. Uh, you know but no uh, okay uh, seriously though i think and this could be a very obvious point but i think we need to remember and i often forget that you know for example the title of the fifth book isn't order of the phoenix it is still harry potter and the order of the phoenix so you need to remember that you know all of these are linked to Harry Potter he encounters all, all of them and you know every single one so it's like the Deathly Hallows it, it's pro- it it tends to, it, you know it could be not descriptive because it's Harry Potter and Lee so you know you can't have like Deathly Hallows couldn't be a metaphor for something because or a, or, or a description of Whatever, because it wouldn't make sense saying Harry, Harry Potter and these. So, I mean, I'd like to say that it's a physical thing. Or a, or a set or a of things. Or a, yeah. as, as, so, yeah, I exactly. hope it's yeah. not yeah. a
2: place. But I really hope it's not a place. to still <laughs> identified <laughs> it's with It's right next to Harry, Godric's you know. Hollow there. Deathly yeah,
0: Hallows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> There's like a sign. <laughs> yeah. Godric's Hollow this
3: way.
2: Deathly Hallows this way. This. Yeah, oh, yeah, Halo?
3: <laughs> but halos. We're we're going to be saying that like deathly hollows. If you know, if we accidentally slip up, say deathly hollows, deathly shallows. I, 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 Andrew and I were talking. We both said, "I'm just deathly shallows today." I mean, we know. I didn't say Shallows. I'm just telling everyone now. I'm going to be screwing it up yeah, a lot because Hollis. all I can think of is Halo,
1: the video <laughs> game. Whenever I read <laughs> that title, so deathly Halo. Well, Halo, maybe we yeah. should address that for <laughs> a moment because a lot of people wrote in about it.
2: Yeah, and a lot of Hallows people seem and, to comf- yeah. be
4: confusing. Oh, about yeah. It. You're saying that Harry and Ron just sit on their Xbox <laughs> and play Halo. For the entire no, no, Godric's Hollow you're talking about right yeah. yeah. They're not well, the same that. word.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, a lot of people wrote in saying, oh, do you think this has a connection to Godric's Hollow? And I'm like, no. <laughs> well, I mean, it could. <laughs> but,
3: well, it's an
0: it. That's a nice response, it's a, Laura. <laughs>
2: it's it's an understandable yeah, it's mistake, uh, but... It's... I think that everyone needs to remember that hallows and hollows are not the same thing. Well, and
3: it's kind of, though, I mean it's not kind of but in in the same context it shares context when you think of hollow as being empty and and revered a silent place like a church of, of you know revered magic and ancient magic and you know things like that hollow Godric's hollow can that tie it back to it am I solving the mystery I don't know but what I'm saying is that you know hollow as being empty and you know foreboding kind of just adds to the uh, the mysticism the feel of, of what I imagine the seventh book is going to be like right maybe you know I'll, I'm thinking thinking about it now maybe um this
0: is this is the most ominous title of all three it is, it is yeah i
5: oh. think so well
4: we don't know <laughs> well, the other seven, two but mean. <laughs> i mean well, oh
5: i thought, oh, I thought, oh, okay. oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about all the bugs th- yeah,
4: yeah. no yeah i was well, like that's... andrew you really need to re you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> think no well that both true i mean if she's Had three titles. What was the deciding factor on this one? It might be because it's the most ominous, the the one that gets the fans most excited because it's so broad. You can't, um, you're going to be even more excited. Like, for example, if um, Half Blood Prince was called. Now I'm just speculating, but if if Half Blood Prince was called the Search for Horcruxes or
3: something, (laughs) Harry Potter, or or just Harry Potter and the Horcruxes, Harry Potter and the Great Snog Adventure,
2: Harry Potter and Severus Snape's Old Potions. I get
5: the, (laughs) but I think that she may have chosen it just for that reason.
4: Yeah. Do you um? But um. Also, do you think it is because like if you have Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, you, you can't and you release that title, you can't then go back and write out the Chamber of Secrets, even if you hated it so much, but Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, you know, you can it's the kind of title where you can make it mean anything, so perhaps she isn't committing herself more than like if she had Harry Potter and the Final Showdown in Godric's Hollow, because then, you know, she can't go back. And and also, releasing a title, she can't change it. This is absolutely set in stone now. Right. So, I think it's it's also because she just doesn't want to commit herself to one storyline, because she, she must, like, be writing book seven. You know, completely different to the other ones, where she has to tie up all the loose ends, has to go back, change stuff. Yeah. Well, just
3: on, well, that's yeah. interesting
4: about this yeah. book, because the stuff that you're writing... You're finished with,
0: and there's no going back in the future book to change someone's view of oh, a certain... Yeah. You know, topic
4: or Not whatever. Not really so, does that.
0: No, no, but you know what I mean. Like, once you write something in this book, for example... Well, I I don't know I can't think of anything right now, but it's just everything's set in stone. It's final, and there's no going back. Whereas with the other books, maybe someone's opinion could change on something. Or yeah, she had r- she had room to to finagle Th- characters. No to- yeah. yeah, yeah. What's in this book is going to be Harry Potter forever. True. That's how she's well, going exactly- to leave it. Yeah, so yeah. it's true.
2: There's no room for clarification outside of interviews and such essentially right.
5: which I yeah. can't even imagine
2: what oh, she's going to be doing around
5: oh. a press die for interviews and stuff and even then the interviews you can't really expect a normal reader to no. be reading the interviews right you know when yeah. your normal mm-hmm. person just picks up the book and starts reading it they're going to get an impression of the book based on what's written in it and she has to make sure
4: it's correct otherwise you know and also it um, it kind of I don't know it has a Metaphysical meaning i'm sure, over just uh you know literary meaning as well, like she could argue that it represent i mean if you take the word hello to mean the veil between the world, then you could also take it to mean the divide between good and evil, the divide between yeah. Harry and Voldemort you know and that so you know i mean it could mean so it could mean so many things on so many different levels, which I think is a good thing i don't think it's you know um I don't think it's good to have Harry Potter and the, you know, and then and it's exactly, exactly yeah. what's going to happen or one pivotal thing. So I think it's a very, very, very interesting title. I we'll have a here. question.
2: That said, oh, go ahead, Micah.
1: Yes, Micah. Well, if if you take it to mean that hollows are are the horcruxes and, you know, you you take the word before it deathly, as in causing death, I mean, you look at the fact that R.A.B. died from the locket, Dumblehand's do- hand was dying <laughs> from the ring, maybe he was doomed to die anyway,
4: and you think... Wait, yeah. Micah? Sorry, I don't... You should... R.I.B. didn't actually die from...
2: I don't think like, we know how he well, died. It, it, well,
4: it, 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 it no, did kill him. He could, him. Have, he could have been didn't killed in pursuit just, of... Yeah, purposes. he could have... Oh, I think or he was, after yeah, he destroyed
1: but it, he died from... Something related. related.
2: I always assumed per- he died yeah. from drinking the, uh... The stuff... <laughs> <Thank laughs> oh, uh,
1: great... Well, my point is, perhaps tied to each Horcrux is going to be somebody's death. Perhaps you can't oh, destroy a mm. Horcrux without somebody dying. I mean, perhaps that's, Harry just got yeah. lucky in Chamber of Secrets with the diary.
3: So, so you create one by by killing somebody and then somebody else has to die for it? That kind of kind of sucks. It's just a suggestion. <laughs> that's one way of putting it in. Well, no, I mean, you know, that's cool. But, I mean, that would, that would really sink if that were the case. Could be.
2: That said, do you think we're going to be seeing Book 7 next year?
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah, this yeah. is going to go into a whole discussion. Same. I would love to not see yeah. it um, next year. It's over after this. I it know. is
2: actually
4: so over. Bad,
0: but and just the timing um, would be bad in the sense of school and the movie next yeah. summer. And That's what what I do you
2: mean about school? No they, one's going to be in school. They totally well, ruined... Honey, nobody,
3: no, wait a second. Yeah, what? Go ahead. They ruined 777. We we talked about this. By by, by doing a movie on seven twelve, the you know, they, 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 they don't they aren't gonna do the book on seven seven oh seven. And if they do, it'll be really stupid because you know, everything will be jumbled, there'll be no way to get the information across what was good, what you like about it. Everybody will be forced to condense their opinions and not elaborate on anything and they'll they'll you know, it's yeah, too but much I mean, too soon. And but I it, think
1: as Jamie so eloquently put it last time, she can't just pull the book out of it. Oh, her. thank you, Micah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> if it's not ready by then, it's not ready. Oh, yeah, well, it's true. Well,
3: what do you guys think? Because on her website, when, when I'm sorry, Laura, when uh, when Micah just you know asked her to, to do that little blurb thing, and she did about well what- writing. <laughs> it- what? <laughs> Sorry that's that may have been jumping to a few conclusions but I'm sure we've made them already on the show. So uh when JKR wrote that thing in her diary about doing the scenes that you know have been planned for 12 years do you think that means she's Towards the beginning or towards the end of the novel? I think that's got to be towards the end. Do you
0: think? Because if you've yeah, had this story be. in the back of your head, this part of the story for the past 12 years, you're not yeah, thinking about absolutely. the middle when you're looking for, I mean, I, I don't want to say fluff, but because
3: maybe she has had the final <laughs> book all mapped out in her head, so... Well, so did she Did she start by writing the in-between places? I mean, you know, what exactly do you guys think is the process? Because we know well, well, she's, she's had, had the last to... chapter, for, you know, for, for yeah. a
4: long time, Um you know, and she can tweak it, but she has to make the rest of the book fit in with the final chapter, rather than well, the I other think, way around. If you I think, think about she, it, so. I think the final
5: chapter is she knows where she wants to go. You know what I mean? So oh well, she's known that. Well, no, yeah, but she hope she does by now after six books. <laughs> <laughs> the final chapter. The fact that she has a final chapter says this is where I want to be at the last chapter of this yeah. book. So mapping mapping the books out. Based on that, should be it easier. should be easier. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, it not to say yeah, not <laughs> Her exactly, jobs easy. <laughs> yeah, but not to downplay the <laughs> fact that it's a monumental task. But still, it's you know, you would think it would be easier knowing where you want to go.
2: Even if she has it planned out, that doesn't mean that things too, haven't yeah. changed. You know, and yeah, things got. I change. mean, yeah. you may have something planned out, but it could be an extremely vigorous, you know, twenty-page chapter, and that takes time. So, yeah. I mean, we can't assume that we're going to see a book next year, but I think especially considering nice. that she's released the title, I don't think it's impossible at this point.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask, what do you think releasing a title tells us about where she is in writing the book? I mean, is it easier to decide on a title at the end or towards the end as opposed to at the beginning?
0: I see it this way. Uh, Half-Blood Prince. The title was revealed on June ninth, 2004. That's a roughly a year and uh, about two weeks uh prior to uh the actual release of the book, so if we were to follow this pattern, which I would think she would be trying to do she would be following the same pattern because i mean uh, well I don't know i so, <laughs> I have no so, real so explanation taking that into account I wasn't really taking that into account, you would think the book would be released um. January... Yeah, January 2008. And they should push that um, back to June. Yeah, now the... Yeah, the thing is... I... It's not like Joe to...
5: She wouldn't... I don't think she would release a book in
0: January. Well, for
3: no. For January release. No, it would probably
5: would be a summer release. And do you think Joe has a choice when it's released? Yeah, I think she has a choice. I mean, she has a say in it, but you oh, would yeah, think definitely. that the publishers would be the ones to give the best
3: recommendation... Joe Rowling is untouchable, okay?
4: If she wants a book done... They can't say, like, publish it February. And then she says, "But well, I haven't written it yet. Tough. You've you've got a week and a half. Do it. What I'm
5: saying is after she's done with it, after she's done with it, the publishers say, you know, I think it would be best to release it around this date. And the likelihood of her... Going against their publishers and saying that well, is no. But what are they going to say? they you know, and I understand what
3: you're saying, Kevin. They're, the publishers they're going are going to say the say, date that is going to be most optimal for well, sales. No, was not the date. Do you really think they know to the specific date? What book? What, no, what date I'm is going to No, I'm talking about when, when she finishes the book. The time of the year, book, the of well, the yeah. year that. But they're going to they're going to say Scholastic is going to say their biggest time and and the ideal time to release this will be summer. Now, as right, far as and that's what specific I'm specific about that. Well, yeah, but as far as getting more specific about that, I think Joe would actually have some. You know, they're not going to say we have to do either the weekend of the fourteenth or the twenty-first of June. If she wants to do a July release, I'm sure there'll be a little lenient because summer is their biggest time. Yeah, they Of course. But what I'm
5: saying is that I don't see it being released during January because it doesn't seem like the normal time for such a large book to be released. But I don't think it would affect
4: the sales. I think it would still sell. No, of at course not. Eight eight nine. Uh, but you've got to... I mean, also, I think we have to take this into account. as not only a uh, a uh, book release, but a, a sort of end-of-era release. Because, you know, it's like people aren't going to be queuing up in bookstores and then reading the book, then waiting and going online. This is going to be, you know, these are going to be the parties to end all parties. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the, the queues to end all queues.
5: Yeah, and I, I suspect that they're going to be uh, releasing some... They've been releasing special editions, but I have an itching suspicion they're gonna go further than that this time
2: oh yeah like what do you think you know? is gonna happen yeah.
5: rare edition or something like that
2: you know you? all these uh, I mean, yeah. you know all these conventions they have going on next summer like prophecy and <laughs> all this other stuff it's gonna be yeah. so yeah. blown out of the water <laughs> if the book yeah. comes oh, out oh yeah there's gonna oh, be man. there's
0: gonna be groups on it and stuff Now that were complaining uh, we should do a convention. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> do our, the MuggleNet convention. Yes, that
3: would be so Featuring organized. all of us. Oh, my gosh. I... Um, but anyway.
0: It's true, um, you know, it's, it's interesting, because we have heard a lot from Joe uh, this past week. Yeah, by a lot, I mean one diary update. But more, for her, that's yeah, a lot. more so. than usual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, A sentence would be a lot. In most and she's cases, busy. But... And she's busy. You know. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, any dream experts here
1: on the pa- panel today? Well, I have a release date before you get to the dreams?
3: And even before that... Well, yeah, while we're still on this... Well, what Andrew was saying about, you know, she released the title, so is it following the same pattern as before on when we can expect the book? Maybe, but... What I wanted to say was, you know, if you recall, she did, you know, at Sorcerer's, Philosopher's Stone, it came out in 96-97, uh, Chamber of Secrets one year later, Prisoner of Azkaban one year later, Goblet of Fire one year later, but she felt it was such a rush, you know, she, she was very displeased with having to cram 734 pages into a year. So she took her time, um, and the movies came out, and she, you know, it was three years to write book five which was, which was so, yeah. you know, up-to-date the longest. Now, <laughs> then another Eric, two. you have
2: to remember, though, that she'd been planning those books for years before they were published, so it's very Precisely, likely that yes. large parts of the first four books were already written by the time they started taking off.
4: And not to say th- uh, also, the obvious, but they were shorter. Yeah. <laughs> and there seems to be a cutoff as well. But what I'm saying,
3: too, is that we can't just say okay, so you know, book six. Uh, you know, we had the title at this point, so you know, we we can expect book seven at the same time. Book seven's uh, hopefully going to be bigger, and maybe you know, she gave us this title because it was kind of a, a maybe dead air in in the in the HP fandom. Maybe she, you know, she gave us this title because she really likes how book seven is turning out, but she still has a little way to go on it. I mean. You know, we talked all about, and we all agreed that we wanted to take take her time on this. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's
4: comparable to the time it took between book six to get out and book seven. There were, but like the difference with, it, but there, I mean, like I always saw book four as a cutoff between. You know, you could all, almost see the series in two parts: books one well, to four. Yes, but that's touched yeah. literarily literally but, uh, as but, um, well. I mean, it doesn't mean no, no, no. The, the release date, as far as she's taking her time with these last ones. No, no, of course not. But you've also got. You also have to remember that she wasn't as. As an experienced writer back it's then, true. and now she's a lot more used to it, you know. And you can definitely say that because you know, it's like she's used to de- to more deadlines. She's used to right. you know getting people what they want just, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: And just think about it. I mean, wh- after she had book one out, it started. It got popular pretty quick, not to the level it is now, but she must yeah. have been really. Excited about how the books were going, so of course she wanted to work on. She probably wanted to work on them more and maybe
3: try to get them out faster because of how popular they were. I don't, I don't know about that though. Like, because you know, book 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 five, she had a lot to do, and you know, with, with the first two movies came out. Well, but then she learned that she would have to wait. I mean, she would have to take her time with
0: it. Yeah. Because what I'm saying is, she might have just gotten caught up in all the excitement. That's why a book came out. You know, one after the other, those first three or four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They were,
3: they were significantly shorter books to write. And that, too, of <laughs> yeah.
0: course. So, so, so Micah, so, Micah <laughs> you have a prediction. And you know what? I think all the listeners should take this very seriously because <laughs> well, the trend, Micah, is going. I would not be surprised if it comes true. Micah, please. Just guess. What do
1: you guys think about a release date? Of October thirty first, two thousand and seven. I like it. On Oct- November
0: first, two thousand and seven. We'll be playing that clip of what you just said on the show and bragging. We about will. It. So we
1: will. Because not only you know, okay, it's symbolic, but it, it brings the whole series full circle. It was the night that Harry's parents died. It's the night that the whole series started. Is, yeah. It would be a fitting way to end the whole series as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think it's very fitting. But I went and looked at my calendar, and Halloween's on a Wednesday. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I mean, well, that doesn't stop them doing, like, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, like Lord of the Rings comes out on Wednesday. I mean, or it did. D- yeah, but movies. that's a little
2: different. You can't have midnight release that's parties a release. On, on a yeah, Wednesday night.
4: It's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> oh,
0: we got
1: school tomorrow.
4: Uh, but but, they but should just sh- she has so much influence now that uh, she can just get the <laughs> <I know>. just, <laughs> Schools would be canceled across the You know, if she wants it. Let's
0: talk about that for a minute. Yeah. If um, a book came out. On a Wednesday Do you think So many people Would Skip um, school yeah, Not go I to school movies. The next day school, yeah. That <laughs> it would be like A big hot <laughs> item On the news And like Yeah and <laughs> I would not be surprised At all
3: You know that's why I think it's a good idea To release it in summer Because yeah. this book Will probably take A long time to read And if they re- I mean Especially Harry if In the middle of the week J.K.R. will get blamed For so much like Truancy and absences And stuff Like what do you even think With the title Like Deathly Hallows What is Laura Mallory Going to say about this
2: Yeah if who kids skip school that day. It'll be fault. No, care, care, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> no, well, they don't care. But what are, what are all the you know the the book you know witchcraft pure deathly hollows death is in the title and they're selling this to ten-year-olds. You, you know who is at fault for that? I mean, this is like a dark book. You know they're going to try and release it. I think summer is obviously the ideal.
4: Yeah,
0: I think that's good though the title with having the word death in it because um, it'll make it people who see Harry Potter as a children's book will think oh death oh Jesus
4: it's a challenge to people as well you know if you like it you read it it's got nothing you know she's saying that it's you know it's my book i'll call it what i want and if you don't want to read it because it's got the word death in it then right whatever. And, you know some people you know it. there's
0: still those people in the united states i'm sure they're in the uk that people are like oh harry potter that's lame and stuff but they haven't read it i'm not saying everyone won't enjoy it because some people it's yeah. just not their thing however it really i you know i'm just preaching to the choir here but it's really not, not yeah. a children's book um uh, but anyway, no. It's a book that, that. It, it
2: transcends all ages. Essentially, I mean, it, it really does. It, it's a children's book because Where'd you read that one, Laura. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, because if it. It is a children's book because children can read it. It's also an adult book because adults can read it. And there's mm-hmm. there's so
3: many parallels and stuff. Like do you get, I mean I I was trying to think the other day about fantasy and you know the thing about fantasy novels is you know fantasy fiction uh, Lord of the Rings and you know Narnia especially and Harry Potter you know they're kind of um they're not really fantasy in, in, in ways. I mean, yes, the means, the main means of magic and things like that are fantasy, but really, you know, there's so many political annotations, connotations, all, all sorts of things like that. It really tells an allegory of of real life, of nonfiction, and each author is kind of, you know, with, with Joe's uh, – you know, uh, ramp onto this whole death and life level. Each author in these these fantasy series is really just telling kind of a, a skewed version
4: of of life. You know what they believe life to be like, and, and that's what literature is. It's, it's it's true. Giving your own opinions on you know the world as it is, and she's doing even it. She's fiction. Really, you know, even in fiction. Oh, you know, especially fiction, especially because fiction. Because exactly. You can, because you can present it in a way that um, doesn't show that you uh, that you actually believe it. Like if your main character is i don't know racist you can say well i'm yeah. not racist because you know it's my character it's your you know you can do whatever exactly. you want but with you
3: it. know i was just saying when i was when i was very upset about death and i was like you know does everybody have to die um you know yes. in life is that how she truly feels you know and is that fantasy you know fantasy i'm trying to think of you know but even the old child uh, you know nursery rhymes and and, f- and fairy tales are all about death so one could argue that this isn't really feeding children death any more than they are but you know, what I was saying was basically that, uh, you know, the, the the books, you know, being fantasy, you kind of expect, is there any f- happy fantasy novel? Basically, I mean, Alice in Wonderland, she goes through a lot of stuff. Is there any fantasy novel that's actually fantasy where you can get lost in a book like Reading Rainbow used to tell me? <laughs> yes and but, yeah. but how light is that seriously like all of these seem to be like really dark telling stories about life through the fantasy persona it's just i I haven't seen really like a fantasy novel that hasn't done that like there's no good, happy fantasy story, but thats that's just. At a Deathly Hollows, you know, go figure. Yes, sorry. They're nice summary. Uh,
0: uh, yes. Now, I let me tell you what, guys. I, I like getting into people's minds. I aspire to be a um, psychiatrist when I grow older, <laughs> or a, right. or a psychic. Is that what you're going to say? No, I was going to say, or a psychologist, <laughs> or a psychiatrist, or
4: psychologist. Whatever. <laughs> point is, <laughs> point is, or of course, say, a a, a brain eating bug or something, Andrew. but you'd be in their mind. <laughs> That's funny. Did anyone get that?
2: What did you was say? That 40, <laughs> you
4: was that 45,000 people that just was, going you silent you for... You were spied to seconds? be in
0: a...
2: Okay, don't put that one
0: out there. Oh, no, it's got to go now. <laughs> um, so anyway, now this, this got me. Uh, J.K. Rowling on her site uh, earlier this week said that she had a dream being in Harry's world. But it's not that that got me. It's that this was her first dream about being in Harry's world. Now, have any of you... Ever had a dream about being in the Harry Potter world?
2: Yeah, I have. I don't remember any specifics, but I know I have. Yeah, uh,
0: you just don't want to tell us because it's probably very embarrassing, but...
2: Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I went into the school with my cloak and I
0: had my book and cauldron with me. And I had my pet... um, Yeah, I think I'm sure I have once or twice. Now, what what gets me about this is that Jo says this is her first time having a dream about being in Harry's world. Now... Well, she writes enough of it, I guess. Well, yeah, but... Isn't Now, I'm not a dream expert, so this that's why I was asking earlier, does anyone know, is anyone up on this sort of dream thing?
5: What affects your yeah. dreams? What influences I kinda- them? I want to hear from Kevin about this, because I'm sure... I've heard that the experiences of your day have an effect on what you, right. your subconscious mind is thinking right. when you're going to sleep. So when you, say, think about Harry Potter all day, it's more likely that you're going to have a dream related to it, because your mind has been... You know, thinking on it all day. Right.
0: Now, what does this tell us about how Joe is writing Book 7? I think it right means now? she's
3: going into it. Is she, She's yeah. getting so far into it that, yeah. you know whereas she probably, you know, if this is her first dream, she has had a very distinctive persona in her mind where, you know, conscious mind and subconscious mind, Harry Potter's so much on her conscious mind that, you know, she thinks about it realistically where none of us can really do that because we only read it, we didn't create it, and now she is going so far into things that I just think, you know, if she's having dreams about the stuff that she's writing that she lives in her conscious mind, too, I mean, it's it's got to be crazy. The, you know, dreams are, have been said to be, you know, a playground for your subconscious all the things you don't think about during your day the things you notice all the things you don't think about are go- you know going into your dreams having fun all the different people all the different characters you know all that stuff now for JKR to have dreams like it, it's got to mean something like crazy uh, I think it just means that it's getting getting to her and I don't want to uh, sound like we're
0: judging her or anything but i think it's really starting like the the pressure i'm sure the pressure has been there but the pressure is really starting to build up to the point where i don't i kind of feel it's out of my place to say this but it's just getting to her to the point where it's like frustrating that's the final book there's so much pressure i don't
2: don't don't think so i don't think she's being
3: pressured to do anything i mean i think she's pressuring herself yeah, if that's a, pressuring herself to make it the best. She has to please a lot of people. I mean, she doesn't have to, but ideally.
2: I think that this is kind of relates directly to the possibility of the seventh book coming out next summer because I'm sure that as release time comes closer, she's going to be feeling a lot more stressed. And if she's never had a dream about Harry Potter in the what, twelve, thirteen, twelve, thirteen years actually, that she's been writing it. Or 16. Years. Yeah. Right. And then it just happens. And then it just happens. Night? Yeah, it means that something, <laughs> you know, it means the seventh book is very, very close to coming out. But That's what it means to me.
4: I've been, I've been writing essays for, uh, 10 years and I've never dreamt of myself yes, Oh really.
2: my Yeah, but it's my a my little different. Yeah. Essays, okay, requ- essays are required. <laughs> Harry Potter is a huge part of our life. A
0: school essay. What, what are you dreaming about? Uh all quiet on the western front and dreaming about Paul
2: yeah
3: I yeah
4: I dreamt and being yeah. in Paul's Andrew, position I had, uh, place yeah, that. <laughs> yeah I was
3: impression.
4: lying in this uh, trench and then <laughs> yeah. uh, my mum called me for breakfast <laughs> and I uh, and you were
0: drinking you were you were having a smoke with cat yeah yeah
4: <laughs> I keep yeah yeah, yeah I keep imagining, imagining myself in all these uh <laughs> war films I'm like I'm in, it's right, just a no, no but seriously
0: I'm, Jamie, don't don't you think this uh, this means that it's really she's completely Look, see, enthralled in it when you're dreaming about it for the first time? But it's your no, life. I, uh,
4: no, but no, I I, I think it's, it's the opposite. If I spend all day answering emails. I will never yeah. dream, about I that dream about emails. can't
0: dream about emails though. I'm talking about <laughs> no, real but, life situations. Yeah, but, 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 See, an emails but Andrew, is something you have that, to
2: do. Jamie writing this book is something but, she chooses but, to. Well, she has to write, But 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 if
4: you do enough of something, you won't dream about it because it's yeah. off your mind. You, you know, you can, you can handle it during your during it's your waking exactly hours. You dream about stuff you can't you can't handle during your waking hours, so it has to go into your subconscious it's 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 well, you know, really know it's that like that's
2: true because it's been said that the last thing that you think about before you fall asleep tends to be involved in your dreams yeah
4: but it's that, that's not true because because i had a dream that um i was i was um i was walking down the street and i bumped into this group of uh, guys and they started trying to sort of you know punch me and then hit me so <laughs> really and that's not something they said that you that go to bed. they go away and stop it if um if i uh if I bought them as fried egg from a from like a food stand next to it. But but Laura, I did not think about that before I went to yeah, sleep. Yeah, but you I say that if you. you
2: do something enough you won't dream about it. And to be perfectly honest, I spend tons of time talking to you guys and you've been in my dreams before. It's like yeah. well, I've we- had dreams where I'm like where we'll all be together and talking and stuff and I talk to you guys every day.
4: But <laughs> it doesn't mean that we're actually about your dreams. It's like it can all be it can mean something else. Like a rep, you know, Andrew being in your dream could just be, uh, uh, sort means of. Means you like me.
2: Oh, yeah, that's all right. about, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> No, no,
4: no. no, no like, like, you're, um, you're like thinking about something male. It's just a representation um, of, of, you oof. know. Fits but stealth. your dreams can morph from one
0: thing into another. I mean, dreams are. Of
3: course they can, but. And that's the other thing. It's also been said that people have thousands of dreams every night, and we only remember a few of them.
4: No, that's true, Eric. That's absolutely you true. Just don't you just remember don't them remember all. them.
3: All. It, your mind's on you, constant. Your mind's constantly entertaining itself.
2: <laughs> so I dream about you guys thousands of times a night. Which doesn't mean necessarily, but I actually yeah. dream
3: about... <laughs> I dream about you, Laura, all of my waking hours. Aww. I have nightmares about Laura.
2: Oh,
0: thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the audience will laugh at that. Yeah,
2: I'm sure they will.
1: <laughs> I almost heard it. It was so funny. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm kidding. But Andrew... Yes, Micah. What about the rest of what she said and what she specifically dreamt about? What else did she say? What else did she say? She said that um, in her dream, she was both Harry and the narrator simultaneously, and she was searching for a horcrux in a giant crowded hall. But this is interesting because could she have been writing about this in particular, especially when she says that um, she knew perfectly well that the horcrux was jammed in a hidden nook in the fireplace – While as Harry, I was searching for it in all kinds of other places. That's kind of odd. Does that mean that that's where one is in the book? And she Mm -hmm. was writing about it earlier that day? I I don't
2: think so. What I think it is... Have you ever heard about authors discussing how their characters will develop their own minds and want to do certain things, and they can't really stop their characters from doing that? Like Joe at one point mentioned, during book four, Hermione actually wanted to go off and do the SPEW thing and she just let her do it and I think this could be something to do with maybe having a hard time getting something the way she wants it in the book so on the one hand she's trying to be Harry and make him do what she wants him to do and at the same time she's trying to be the narrator. Okay
0: so back back on to the release date. Let's go around the table here. I want to get everyone's opinions. We've heard from Micah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be in 2007. I don't know when. It's going to be in the second half of 2007. That's what I can narrow it down to. Laura, how about you?
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to say anywhere from July on forward in 2007.
0: July on forward to 2008? No, 2007.
5: Definitely. Okay. Kevin? Kevin? Yeah, I would say the same thing 2007. Actually, oh, I thought we were all going to have like different
4: yeah, no, perspectives. Yeah, no, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> a, Jamie, what do you think? I, I For argument's sake, I just I say know.
5: 2009.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2015 It's going to come out. No, no, no GM, I don't know. I think... I think. I really think it can be a, a summer release or nothing. I just don't think she'd ever release it. I mean, I I love your idea, Micah, about it, you know, finishing the cycle. But uh, I just... You know, the summer is when all the massive stuff happens, and when people are at are, are school, they can read the book and discuss it and do all these, you know, amazing things. And these conventions run during the summer; they don't run in October because you know schools basically just started and everyone's doing stuff. And um, I would, I would not be surprised if it was. You know, summer two thousand and seven. I think it would be a big mistake if it was summer two thousand and seven, and I would love to see it. Um,
2: yeah, it could be a huge marketing nightmare. I mean, oh.
4: yeah, it really would be. I oh, just think about
0: it. by the end of the summer,
2: it would be over. over. I know.
3: Yeah,
0: they're yeah. going back to school, and there's no. Big event to look forward to or hope to look yeah, forward to. We'll just be going to college. And, it's kind of depressing, yeah. to be honest with you. All we're going to have to look forward to are Harry Potter uh, symposiums <laughs> and another movie yeah, premiere, and, granted. But yeah. See, I started... I mean,
2: whenever the title came out, I mean, it really hit me today. I've been thinking about it, and it's like, wow, if this comes out next summer, I mean... We're not gonna be doing weekly shows in two thousand eight <laughs> if the book comes oh, no, out in two thousand
3: seven. I Laura, think we still Laura, will we still will. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I beg I, to differ. <laughs> yeah, really. What the <laughs> hell no, are we seriously have to talk about all the stuff when book seven comes out, there's going to be so much well first of all Okay, we're going to get the first wave of of shows to talk about, which is all the revelations. Things she introduces like horcruxes that solve the whole world's problems and explain what's been going on in the past seven books. We're going to be able to uh, fantasize about all those, talk endlessly about all those. Endlessly because nothing's going to thwart it, okay? Then we're going to get, you know, the the extra things, things we notice now that that, you know, now that we've, you know, that seen the books as a whole. We're going to be able to talk about that forever. Then, you know, we're going to have the upcoming movies, all the cast, all the actor things like that. You know, not to mention we'll go back to the books and even do more fun things with them. I, I, I really don't think, you know, Book 7, as massive as it is, Book 5, uh, no sorry, Book 6 fueled us for a very long time on this show. You know, a, a strong couple of months were devoted just to Book 6 stuff. Now, Book 7, we have the whole umbrella effect with all the series as a whole and Book 7 as its own thing. It'll just be massive. I don't. I don't think. I mean, maybe you know. Obviously, eventually, we can't keep going forever, especially with just movie news. But I still think the hype will be there for at least another year. Maybe at least another year. And we hope that you'll still be there.
4: Yeah. Very nice, Tim. Thank you.
0: I mean, when I when I said it earlier in the show, the title that ha- Book Seven was released, it all became. Real to me, it was almost scary saying it
3: because it really is the beginning of the end. <laughs> Andrew, if you need to see a counselor, yeah, that good. was yeah. very, very good, you know, thing to say. Beginning, of the I end. heard
2: you sniffle a little bit. Yeah. I heard you sniffle well, a little bit. What went through your mind cry. when you
1: posted that today? Oh God! Okay.
0: When I put, po- well, he here, here's how, how my morning up. went. I went into school, drank my lovely cup of coffee, and I did my normal thing. I go on Maggonet, and there's a post by Caitlin saying the doors open, but at that point there were no instructions. So I went on Joe's site. And, you know, went to the rumor requirement. And have you guys ever tried to open it without instructions? No. It's hard. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's hard. And I don't know how these <laughs> people figure it out. It, it, no, I don't it, No, seriously. It, it's stupid yeah. how you have to get no, these you things know what? Open. You know what, Andrew? Yeah, I can't I know. even...
3: No, I can't even get in. I was... D- well, Eric. All right,
0: Eric. Eric. Don't be we, we forceful. Don't to no, 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 to the okay, show. Okay, this okay, is our okay, holiday okay. show. We're very happy this holiday. Then someone posted the instructions that get in. Now... I think I'm the only one here who actually sat there and played the Hangman game I to did. figure out the title. Yeah, yeah. Did you I did. did. you play it before oh, it. you knew the yeah, title? Yeah, I
2: didn't highlight the title on the site.
0: I did I played the... Ba- I how, did. how well did you do? I only got two lines. I only got two letters wrong.
2: Um, I got it down to where I only had one leg left on the guy. <laughs> but I did get it the time. I got it time. to
0: just the stand and the top part of the stand. He had one I leg played, left
2: and then I realized I, what it was. I played was. it...
0: I played it like uh, like the people play Wheel of Fortune, where you do all the vowels first. Yeah, me and too. And Then you do the leather- uh, yeah. letters.
4: Do you know what's so annoying about Wheel of Fortune? When like, <laughs> is it here? It's like um, they have right at the end in the final thing, they get a puzzle and they have to name. It's like f- four consonants and a vowel. Yeah, right. And then yeah, okay. They're so stupid. They're like, okay, if I went on there and he said name four consonants and a vowel, I'd be like S R L. N and then A E and, the, and they're you like give you know me those v. letters first L a. oh well you see well you see uh, over here you name it's a puzzle and you have to solve right. it and you, you have to give four consonants and a vowel okay and then if any of those letters appear, they you know open them for you right. so you can see, and then you have ten seconds to guess the puzzle. And they're so stupid. They guess like, oh, okay, then I'll have V, Z, X, Q, Y, think my vowel will be a U. Right. And then they get absolutely nothing. Go ahead, Mike. I'm
0: sure you're going to be on topic and to the point. Go ahead.
1: Sure. Uh, you mentioned before how she released the title of Half-Blood Prince on June 28th. Knife Okay, 9th. Sorry. If um, Micah
3: says it's June 28th, it's up. June 28th. No, <laughs> she no, no, will go back that's, in time that's fine, and that's she fine. will change it.
1: However, she didn't give us a release date until six months later. It was three posts after that. She gave us, uh, of course, the, the quote about uh, – what's his name? G Hour. She gave us the three titles of the uh, chapters and then she gave us the release date on December 20th. So we have a while, I think, before we get an actual release date. And then, of course, she didn't release the book until seven months after that.
0: Right. But looking at the big picture, I mean, looking at when the book will ultimately be released, uh, you're holding on to October, you're holding on to Halloween 2007. Uh, It's, I don't know, in a way, think about my personal life, having it, summer or t- uh, fall 2007 is disastrous <laughs> but uh why because of missing right. school <laughs> right uh, yeah um so yeah. can
1: you imagine going to your professor and saying in the middle of the <laughs> week uh i have to fly out to england I'll be back. yeah i'm yeah.
0: gonna be away for two weeks because yeah. i have four podcasts to do yeah two yeah. book releases or one just, book just, release well that's why, why i was kind, kind of thinking kind of summer of seven too.
2: might be good because it would I mean, then it would be over and we'd all go to college and, all right. and be move on
0: with our lives. Yeah, we'd all go to college. Yeah. Uh, Eric, we have a couple of emails now I believe you wanted to go over.
3: Uh, you no. Know, uh, a friend of mine, Maggie, uh, pointed this out to me today that uh, this was on the Leaky Lounge. I, wanna, I just want to credit where it's due. I don't know who did it, though, um, but it is on the Leaky Lounge. Um, so I want to say uh, – let's see here. The Hallows – could refer, could refer. Sorry, the Hallows could refer to the four Hallows of Arthurian legend. I, be, I assume that means King Arthur. They are intimately connected to the Grail. No, the other. Arthur. Uh, they are intimately. Sorry, they are intimately connected to the Grail and ultimately probably go back to the four treasures of Tuatha De Danan of or Danan of Irish myth. The four Hallows are the cup or chalice, the baton or wand, the sword or dagger. And the coin, disc, or pentacle. I think we were right all along in connecting the uh, connecting the horcruxes to the four elements. These hallows are associated with the elements and match up quite nicely to the remaining horcruxes. The cup of Helga Hufflepuff, Baton, or Wand of wand of Ravenclaw, Sword of Dagger of God, or Gryffindor, or Pentacle of Salazar Slytherin, meaning Locket. Um... Now I found that very interesting wait there was more to that it was it was cut off but there was more to that um that talking about the remaining four horcruxes that Harry has to um I mean it, it just kind of said that there but the remaining four horcruxes being the potential cup dagger Pentacle, and baton in addition to the elements these four halos of arthurian legend kind of represent the remaining four horcruxes so what do you guys think about like the deathly remaining four horcruxes like that would
1: aren't there five are there five aren't there five well the ring is destroyed as far as we know the diary is destroyed that leaves five i guess yeah it's
4: uh it's those four plus the snake or but you know one or of or them voldemort. well
3: one of them is is voldemort himself one of them one of those fragments of soul is voldemort himself is,
4: yeah.
0: it, no that that is really interesting because we've talked oh, sorry, about is, yeah. Hufflepuff's uh cup, the house
3: cup yeah. or something?
0: What was it exactly? That interesting. Yeah. Uh Gryffindor's Gryffindor's uh sword? the Locket,
3: yeah. the locket which is uh, this pinnacle uh, thing, the four hallows. It's just one of those things and as Jamie was speculating earlier, being, you know, this uh, a direct reference from the title to the specific book. You know, you know, the four hallows, it it's just even even if it's works, not ever yeah. drawn, the similarities if she does mean you know hallows as in as in horcruxes i mean it has to yeah so it's just one of those cool coincidences
1: well i mean we're getting to the point where there's there's only so much left left to discover and we're going to start getting things right but the best thing about joe i think is that no matter how much we talk or how close we (laughs) come we never (laughs) even touch the surface it's true she always finds a way of proving us completely are you saying that our show is
2: pointless micah
1: No, I'm just saying. (laughs) Are you saying? Are you trying to get the group
0: down? This is our holiday show. We're supposed to be supposed to be right. Aren't we right, Mike? We're supposed to be happy. I just want everyone to be happy for the holidays. That's all I want for Christmas. I you you I didn't want get one.
4: for Christmas is you. For
0: Christmas. Oh well, my brother. Is that's what I tell everyone. My 10-year-old brother is getting the way, but really it's for me too. <laughs> Make sure
5: you upgrade your <laughs> strap.
0: Anyway, we have another email now. Uh Jacqueline 15 of New York also writes uh, about a little coincidence here, which I mean we we I'm surprised we, we haven't talked, talked about this.
4: this on a We have talked about this. We talked about it after the well We've talked about well, this, why don't we? Um, you know, when we talk read about read the prophecy. email
0: first, so people know what we're talking about. Hey guys, and yes, Laura. good idea, good idea. Hey guys and Laura, do you think that is that it is any coincidence that the title of book seven was released on the winter solstice, December twenty first, and in the fifth book there was the quote that said, "At the solstice will come and do and none will come after." Well, I
4: I didn't read that part, but that that's actually yeah, Well, that's I do cute. remember talking about that's that. Cute. That is no, um, we talked about it, but we were speculating whether it would be the actual book right. or I guess. Chapter titles, but yeah, that's brilliant, and I bet it does refer. <laughs> That'd to be that. cool. No, well, I, yeah, no, I do think, it, of course, it refers to that. I think it's no. talking about something
2: to do with the, like, the plot of the book, not. <laughs> not no, the release.
4: Uh, sir. She's she's screwing with us.
3: It's not impractical that JKR said, "Okay, I want to release the title this day," so I have you know the following several months to be thinking of titles. We know it was in her in her mind as early as August when she changed the title in the shower. Um,
2: are, are you saying that that when Joe wrote Order of the Phoenix, she was planning on releasing the title of Book Seven on December twenty first? No, 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 not at
3: all. I'm saying no. Okay, I was just speculating. I was saying it was practice Since it was book five, it seems a lot less likely, okay, since it was book five. But this is one of those things where it's it's the, the it's the mysticism. It's the mystique of J.K.R. to do this kind of stuff, to say, you know, at the solstice will come anew. What does that mean? Well, it doesn't mean, but she could have taken that, said, okay, I said this. Let's make that special. She pulls things from the past and makes them special, just like she wrote that, you know, Snape was the person who overheard, you, you know uh the prophecy things like that they came later in the books you don't know if she originally thought them that way or if she's tying things in you, you know she, it's just right but I'm i think it's not impractical if I, nobody should say no she couldn't have possibly done this
2: No, no no i'm not saying that but i'm saying that she specifically made a point of referencing that prophecy when it was smashed and i don't think that was just for some cute little book <coughs> release Date, no, you know? I, think I, I think she had was... the
1: opportunity and she took advantage of it. Yeah. And I think you know, if somebody asked her the question, she'd obviously say, "Not when I wrote the book, but it was available to me." And yeah. you know, maybe she didn't even realize that she did it. Hey, maybe yeah, that's, just possible. that's possible yeah. too. Uh, but moving moving along here, um,
0: that does wrap up our book seven discussion for this week. We talked about this for probably a solid hour once this is edited down. Uh, so uh, hopefully, you all enjoyed that. We will not. We probably will not talk much about Book Seven on uh, next week's show, the New Year's show, because we will too. We'll be too busy uh, drinking champagne and having uh, our second holiday party. Mince pies. Yes, but moving along, we have an email <clears throat> in response to last week's show. This comes from a guy named Kevin. He writes, and uh, he writes, "So I finally reach." a level of techno, uh, techno technological sophistication that allows me to download the mugglecast the very first episode i ever listened to i hear quote, they're better because they have a keith and we only have a kevin <laughs> <And> <laughs> quote, ouch. okay i'm over it now other than that issue i enjoyed the show and we'll still listen to future episodes well thank you kevin sorry awesome. you had this you know start listening to the show with a little rip on you sorry
4: kevin uh i guess you won't (laughs) like
0: episode number
1: two where i accuse kevin stack of being a girl well i have two things to say number one um i forgot (laughs) number two two, uh, we moved past no no number two was we moved past keith and the girl and we're now number one
0: excellent excellent Uh, I'm really hoping they're going to call us out on the show but I haven't heard anything yet. I don't listen but I'm hoping one of their listeners will it's toss it to do. Anyway, moving along. Uh, uh Jamie, you
4: got a pretty joke for us this week? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I have a few. First one, a guy goes into a butcher's, okay? And he uh there's all this meat on this really 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 uh this counter is way 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 up in the uh, shop like near, near the ceiling. And uh, he says to the butcher, "I bet you a thousand dollars that I can jump up and uh, pick that meat off the shelf and bring it back down." And the butcher says, "No way, the stakes are too high." Woo! <laughs> 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 and, and I just have to, and I just have a couple of uh, sort of puns. That uh, thank you to everyone who's sending in these puns. These are these are absolutely very, very, very oh, I love funny. Puns. Um, yes, yeah, same here. Um. Such as, such as, um, a chicken crossing the road is paltry in motion. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call an Ethernet? Yeah, here's a kind of geek one. What do you call an Ethernet network in Australia? The the LAN down under. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kevin laughed at that Um, one. That was pretty clever. (laughs) Pessimist's blood type is always (laughs) Uh. (laughs) B-negative. I used to work in a blanket factory, but it folded. (laughs) Reading while sunbathing makes you (laughs) well-read. Last one, last one, last one. A bicycle can't stand stand on its own because it's too (laughs) tight. That is thanks to uh, Tonya29 from Indiana. Oh. So thank you. Thanks. So we sincerely
0: hope that everyone has a wonderful holiday and safe yes and a safe one what a way to end the year with the title of book 7 it's the end of the world as we know it well it's the end of the Potter world it's the beginning of the end that will be the title of this week's show ladies and gentlemen
1: the beginning Beginning of the end (laughs) end. (laughs)
0: it's It's depressing but hey so is the title title
2: for uh, our our Christmas episode
0: (laughs) you know if Joe wants the series to be depressing why can't we be depressing why should we be entertaining I don't get it once again,
3: everyone, happy holidays! By the way, I bought, I bought I went all out in 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 uh, spirit of the new book. I bought domain names. I oh uh, my so God.
2: you and Kira make it quick. Okay, we, we got, got thirty, 30 seconds. Very uh,
3: Verydeathlyhallows.net. I like it. So just, yeah, huh. yeah. I'm going to try and make that like a, a source for people to, to speculate. Very cool. good. Well, Whatever. once again, I'm Andrew Sims. I'm Jamie Lawrence. I'm Kevin Steck.
2: I'm Laura Thompson.
3: I'm Eric Skull. And I'm Micah Tannabell. We will see everyone
0: next week for Episode 70, our New Year's show. Good night, everyone. See you good night. next year. Bye.
2: Andrew, yes, and that
3: was good. But you're upstaging Book Seven. Oh, well, I'm getting to it. We're five seconds away from it. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Okay. So continue. okay. Um, you know, I, I,
0: it feels so out of place doing it this week, but I have to just one more time. I have a final Wizard Rock update for everyone, and this is actually an important one because I'm a little hurt, everyone. Um I don't know if you've got have heard about this there's a another Harry Potter podcast out there Fellow co-hosts, have you heard anything oh, about this what's it called
2: I thought um, I thought I knew about one I th- like, I forget the it name called? it's not
0: very memorable it's um So anyway I'm a I'm I'm an avid listener of uh, the other show again I can't remember the name So I'm 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 listening to uh, the other podcast the other day and I hear this
2: He basically took stuff from his
5: um What's that? A garage Band mm-hmm. in iTunes uh, in Apple and and basically sings and screams over yeah. it. Yeah, it's
2: cool. So cute!
3: It's
2: that so sounds cute. Like it's like Andrew go in and his uh, rock band.
5: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little hurt by that. Someone gave me a you be they basically laughed at my idea for um, a wizard rock band. And um, Which is understandable that this would be brought up on a, another Harry Potter podcast. Because, I mean, when you are second rate to us, it is hard to come up with new content. Well, to, Andrew, uh, well, Andrew, you Andrew, know, Andrew, out, no, but
1: whatever. Let me let me tell you something. I, I really doubt that you're going to hurt as many people's ears with your song as they did last year.
3: When it is oh, their that is true. Song. Uh, good point, Micah. Yeah. Good point. Okay, guys, we're really upstaging Book 7. <laughs> okay. Really upstaging okay, but, book seven I, know, right I know. I know. We're going to get to it.
0: This is very important, Eric. You have no idea how much this means to me. (laughs) Okay, so, um, that Not very happy about it. Um, I expect an apology from him, but uh, I got a lot of feedback about uh, my preview of the Wizard Rock song last week. A lot of people enjoyed it. However, I actually made a mistake. I played a clip from uh, Harry and the Potters. So, I'm going to
4: actually release the show, uh,
0: release the song. Uh, next week on episode 70 I'm sorry about that everyone some people actually liked the clip that I played let's just move past it and uh, you'll get the show next week but anyway now getting into our the main serious, dis- serious our main stuff.
5: discussion the grand no, Eric, uh, once we get oh. to book 7 discussion Eric drops yeah he drops it out yeah mm-hmm. thank you for dropping for our book 7 discussion Just
4: yeah, too damn excited yeah Eric okay cool yeah I'm Okay. Here.
2: Well, you can't talk about the intelligence of people. I mean... If you want
3: to talk about stupid game shows, have you seen any of the game shows on TV today? I mean, you can't even touch Wheel of Fortune. Some of the ones today are just so awkward with with digital TV screens and all sorts of weird characters like Zimbo, and and, and I, I don't even want to talk about Deal or No Deal. So, oh, that's, yeah, that's an that's excellent game. Oh, I love oh, that game. Oh, it's yeah. so funny
0: watching. people <laughs> I love it. It's it's the is right. Thing that's the right. <laughs> How greedy! It's oh, wait, 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 yeah, that's unbelievable.
3: 000, deal or No Deal. Since I mean, come on, seriously. All right, we. Since no deal! Be- but the price is right was the only that. real No 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 right, no I mean.
4: but but Andrew what? Since we're complaining about game shows, deal or no deal, okay? I've got a, just a couple of m- minor quips, quickly, please. Sorry, okay. these, are, these, these are very real concerns. It's a holiday show; we're all uh, happy. No, we're on a exactly, exactly. It's like a holiday party. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, when somebody opens a box, Passé, a, blue, a blue box, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. one that contains it. don't mouth the word "thank you" to them because it's not that they haven't done something <laughs> special for you. Oh, they don't By just the mouth same... it here. They'll okay. go up to them, they'll okay. hug them, and kiss. Well, them and stuff. in that case, ahead, in that case. In that case, by the same logic, if they open a, a 250,000 box, you should go over and lamp them while they're... <laughs> yeah. Because they've... Uh, okay, other things. Other things. Bringing on a good luck charm. No, it's just luck in the first place. Saying, <laughs> bringing on, like, a photo uh, of your children. No, it, again, it's just a luck game. Uh, wait a minute. I've got a few more of these. Uh, somebody send them to me. Just give me a second. Give me a second. This is a new segment. <laughs> what? Game you show mean, complaining. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, one sec. Honestly, these, it's so annoying. Um, okay, one sec. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. When they chant blue, 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 blue. As if I that's going to help them. Maybe you must play it over different here. over there in the UK, okay. because we have silver cases, and they just pick numbers and open oh. them. Oh, no, it's kind of like that. And uh, and when they say, like, um, <laughs> oh, I have a good feeling about this box. Oh, do oh, yeah, you? I know, well, I know, well I that's excellent. That is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna trust my. You know, two hundred and fifty yeah, thousand dollars for that. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's so you're annoying. You're <laughs> like, yeah, your good feeling for like Dave from wherever. It's. Yeah. It, oh my god! It's yeah. so annoying. That yeah. show should. No, seriously no, we really and, need to get and, back. And <laughs>
3: talking about you know letters and things, I would have given anything to have one leg left after playing Hangman. But, you know, I can't even get to the hangman. And you know what? The YouTube... No, okay, yeah, no, no, we heard the YouTube, you. But the YouTube about this video, already. The YouTube video shows this person rent, you know, clicking all the steps and, and typing in exactly what... It, I didn't even get to see the hangman person. My whole life, I will go without seeing that hangman guy. I never took the wombats. The wombats never worked for me. Uh, you know, something is up. I tried it on all my computers, and I cannot get through that door. Well, Sorry. I guess your site just hates you. <laughs> been, and, okay, finish your
2: story, not to, not to Andrew. Andrew I know it's been a and, long time coming now.
3: No, guys, seriously. <laughs> no, I did, I did finish. Okay, I
2: did.
0: Point is rocket hangman and i okay okay well
3: guys getting back on track (laughs) a hangman is another death thing
0: it is sort of is yeah (laughs) yeah gee how fitting and uh
1: yeah yeah so can i say one more thing about the release date
0: go ahead mike i'm sure you're gonna be on topic and to the point go ahead